Obviously, he's always focusing on the channel, right? You do all the channel checks, all things Apple. You are ready. Um, I know I read everything, right? Everybody's waiting on the MacBook Pro, 14-inch, 16-inch, some AirPods. How good is this? Is this exciting? I mean, I saw some new features, too. Yeah, I mean, look, this is something, when it comes to the Mac, long-awaited in terms of for the new chip on the Pros. We think we get the 14 and the 16-inch. And this is significant. A lot of it has to do with Apple's own chip, the M1X. And I, and I think what you're starting to see here is that ecosystem that Apple's built. We've seen it in the iPad, seen it in other parts of the Mac, as well as the iPhone. That's continuing to be part of the success of Apple here. And of course, AirPods 3, we believe, does get launched on Monday. But just an important thing to note, you know, given the chip shortage and the doomsday worries, I mean, Apple's here it is announcing two new products in the holiday season on Monday. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it, so it, exciting. It I think everybody's going to want it. Some of the yeah. irony. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's like there is no chip shortage. What chip shortage, right? Everybody just is going to line up to buy these things, and that's why everybody's got to get holiday products early. But your thoughts on, you're talking about this being like the heavy-duty engine and, you know, looking at what Apple is doing. And so beautifully, right? You talked about some of the new features, an HDMI port, a, um, a MagSafe charging. These are some of the things that are going to be exciting about the MacBook Pros. Are all these products... Um, Obviously so important for the holidays, but this iPhone 13 report that they're slowing production, how true is that? I mean, I saw a report on Bloomberg, and then I saw Digitime saying they're not stopping ordering any components in any way. Everything's exactly the same. So is there a disconnect? What's really happening? Are they cutting okay. the iPhone 13 production goals? Look, I think anytime, and, and this has been, you know, covering Apple, obviously, from the beginning, from iPhone, you're always going to have noise throughout the channel. And, and I think that's what we're seeing. Could there be some production cuts, five, seven, eight million? Of course there can. But the one thing you have to remember, that could be back-end loaded. In other words, they could have enough product in terms of iPhones for holiday season. I do believe right now demand's outstripping supply by about five million units. And that's why it just comes down to our view. Demand's not the issue, it's supply. They can't get enough of it. And as that continues, and I think six months from now, we're looking at $3 trillion market cap. $3 trillion market cap for Apple. By the way, when I was going through your notes, I just couldn't believe 1.7 billion active Apple devices. It's unbelievable. Do you think the watch is uh, worthwhile, the bigger screen. Um, you think that'll be a big seller? Well, it speaks to the attach rates, what you're seeing on watch. I mean, look at AirPods. When AirPods 3 gets launched, we think it's ready to ship. So it's just a matter of them launching it. That's going to be 6 7% of overall revenue, AirPods. I mean, I believe they're going to yeah. do 100 million units for next year, along with the watch accessories. That's been a big part of the success along with services. But of course, the hearts and lungs, of the store continues to be iPhone. Haters will hate. I think the stock continues to move higher. Yeah, I know you have a 185 target and an outperform. I mean, you've you've talked about 200 being your bull case. Um, you can tell me if you're still with that. As far as the AirPods, tell me if you think this is on point. I have read that it's going to monitor our posture, a posture monitor and our temperature. 
I would love this. I have two teenage boys, Dan. Guess what? Stand up straight. Stand up straight. I spend so much time saying that to them. If they have a posture monitor, I'm going to be the first one. Tell me more about the AirPods. Yeah, so on AirPods, and again, those features you're talking about, I don't think they happen in this AirPods 3. I think that's in the, the, the future versions. But for here, it's going to be a, a shorter stem, you know, in terms of that, uh, similar to what we've seen on okay. the Pro. Battery life's going to be significantly better. And then I think if you look at it, so it's, it's really one of the pure redesigns that we're going to see on AirPods. Pent up demands there. I mean, we believe they launched by holiday season for 22. 100 million units for AirPods. Right. You expect some volatility around the stock, around this virtual launch, because I guess people are definitely expecting the, the MacBooks, right? The 14-inch and the 16-inch. They may or may not show us the AirPods. Um, do you expect some volatility one way or the other? If so, why? There's always volatility. I mean, let's talk about the narrative. The stock, you know, is like normally sells off. In the call it right after the event the next day, the narrative will be somehow disappointing. And then three months later, they beat their MAC target by 20%. So I'm just saying, like, that's why, you know, this is one of those, you know, me and you've talked about for years. It, you got to see forest through the trees on Apple. And right now, it's the strongest product cycle we've seen come out of Cupertino in the last decade. So I don't sell the stock when the 10 year goes up 10 bits. That doesn't change my you know, decade-long full thesis on it. Right, right. And you still have that $200 bull case scenario or more? Yeah, 200's bull case in terms of where I see it. But ultimately, as this all plays out with services in terms of more monetization, the one thing you have to remember on, you know, in terms of the chip shortage, there's just going to be more of a springboard-like demand on the other side. And the average consumer, if you look at it today, 250 million consumers have not upgraded their iPhone in the last three and a half years. So it's, that's why massive pent-up demand. Right. And you know, I got the iPhone 13, you know, a few weeks ago, and I could just tell you, I mean, the 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 chip, the the camera is really something I view as game changing. Game changing, and you could do cinematography, right? You're now uh, you could be an executive director. Right, producer, director, Dan Ives. Let's change to Tesla. What's your bull case there? I mean, they're pumping out record cars. It's unbelievable. Um, it doesn't seem to stop. Their Bitcoin investment probably made another billion dollars. What's your bull case there? Are you worried about anything when it comes to Tesla? You and I always touch on Tesla, too. Yeah, $1,000 base case. Bull case continues to be 1250 And I, I think it's one when you look at Tesla, I mean, just even look at 3Q deliveries, back against the wall, chip shortage, China headwinds earlier this year, you know, just a massive delivery number because this is green tidal wave that we're seeing play out. And I think that's just in the early stages as we go into 2022. And I think you're going to see others benefit as well, GM, Ford, among others. But right now at the top of that EV mountain, is Musk and Tesla. And I think that's going to be a continued narrative going to earnings next week. That's another one. The conspiracy theorists will always be out there. But I believe there's a four-digit stock into early next year. How do you maintain your patience as an investor, as somebody who does all this research? I know you do a lot of channel checks. And as you, you used the word noise earlier, right? Or the haters or people who are very cynical. How do you manage to withstand 
all of that. I mean, you cover cloud. You've, you know, you have your Ives, um, your own Ives ETF, right? And so, tell us more about how, as an investor, your history. Like, how do you get through these moments? Yeah, look, I mean, I've covered tax what twenty-one years on the street. So covering it through bubble burst, financial crisis, and others. I just think you got to do your work. We talk to a lot of checks, you know, across the globe, and it gives you perspective on who you think the winners are. But I think ultimately, look, that's what makes a stock, right? I mean, but on both sides, you're going to have bulls and bears. But I think when you start to tune out the noise and focus on the fundamentals, that's how you're able to get some of these stories. I mean, I go back to like Microsoft when the Dell took over. You know, we kind of viewed it as that was going to be the turnaround when the Dell moved in a cloud. I mean, people would ask us, like, what type of alcohol we had before writing the note. And I think it just shows. And obviously, the stock gone from 40 to 300. I think sometimes you just have to have confidence. You're going to, of course, you're going to, you know, maybe near term have corrections. But I think you stick to your thesis if you feel that that's the right thing.